back for a second show can't believe they commissioned a second show can you <laughs> who's who's, who, they, who? Who, who's they? <laughs> I, i'm not entirely sure myself <laughs> i thought it was well, you john <laughs> well it's kind of yeah myself and bob squiddy uh pushing pushing it forward um but yeah no thank you very much wherever you are joining us from and whatever time uh, it could be the morning it could be late at night it could be mid afternoon. I don't know, but <laughs> this show you, you can listen to. You can listen to this at any time you like, in any place you like, in any part of the world. Because you know, it's a beautiful thing called the internet. But yeah, we're back for a second episode, the February episode. <laughs> but yeah, the first shall be last, and the last shall be first. So I went last this last week, uh, last month rather. So I'm going first this time. I thought I'd go first. No, and cool. um. So it was a it was a busy busy old month for February as we've started siphoning it off ourselves, you know, categorizing it in the old way. But it was a good a good one. It was I found this probably the most difficult in in a, in, a, in you know a long while to be honest. It was full of a bumper bumper filled tunage. So and this one, Elephant Stone, that I'll start off with. I'm going to say more and more. I'm just going to play it. Well, what else? I don't know if I introduced that track earlier, uh, properly earlier, but um, Elephant Stone, and that was La Fusée de Chagrin. Chagrin? 
Is that, the one, to my is that the one Stu put on, not the one you put on? It, it is, yeah, yeah. And I'm just wondering... That's the what, one Stu put on, yeah. Yeah, what that means. Fuse presumably means fusion. Chagrin, I wonder if that's like the, uh, you know, like my annoyance. Is that, it must be the same word. I bet we, we, we've got it from yeah. So, So the, la fuse de chagrin, the fusion of annoyance? Annoyance. Right, I'm going to try Google Translate. Hang on. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we should have done this. Is amateur, right, man? We should have done this before, anyway. Love it's that's from the while you're googling, Stu, from the EP Le Voyage de Michel Lonely Dans la Lune. Your French teacher would be so proud, John. Was it was it you that mentioned about Ron's Gone Wrong? Just yes, is that a, a, a animation film? Yes, yeah, a Pixar. Pixar, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to watch if, if you want to see like. Apple and and Meta and all of that skew absolutely skewered. Then it's brilliant film. Yeah, particularly the uh, the the Apple launches. You know that the, all the stage and razzle. The, key, the keynotes. The yeah. keynotes. Yeah. Yeah. Ironic seeing as um, uh, Steve Jobs owned Pixar. Didn't he? Yeah, and always funny. Funny for keynotes, they're always filled with technical glitches as well. Where you know they try and try and show the latest features, and it just doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, definitely watch Ron's Gone Wrong then. <laughs> so, Stu, go on then. Yeah, yeah, I found, I found it. It's the rocket. Fuse is rocket, so fuse, I guess. Ah, the rocket, the rocket of sorrow. Rocket of sorrow. Wow. Mm. Um, are they are they French or no, are they're they not Canadian? Canadian. Ah, Canadian. That makes more sense than. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Their first album, which is, I think, is well, not first album, but Elephant Star, it was released in 2013. I had that on. It's, it's kind of like when you let you when you let Spotify just play do its thing. You play one song and then it it kind of yeah. goes on its own own path. And it, it I was uh, I was amazed that I hadn't discovered this band before because they are like my That's cup of absolutely. tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And. And I've been using Spotify since 2009. So how they haven't the obviously the AI isn't working that well because they should have recommended this to me a lot sooner. It's weird, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, sometimes I listen to uh, the Discovered Week, Discovered Ring Week, blah, weekly, like this morning, and thinking they yeah. don't know me at all. That the, or there's nothing left. <laughs> Straight to the bottom of the barrel, there's nothing left. And then there's stuff like this that comes out randomly, and you see, yeah. How much more of this is there? How many more great bands yeah. are there? I've never heard of? Well, it was in the last in the last uh, in the January JLS show, mate. You you taught you referenced uh, Spotify as being a landfill of music. So <laughs> yes. you know <laughs> they've gone through the landfill and they've picked out you know that 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 yeah. that engagement ring that someone's uh, that someone's thrown in the bin by accident. Exactly. So. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, from um, from a, a Canadian band, which makes a lot more sense because I was thinking, how good, how can it be a French band this good? You know? <laughs> oh <laughs> come on, we're not going to get any many listeners in France now, are we? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I just killed our French market. Gonna have to edit this again, <laughs> aren't we? <I? laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean. French French are. They produce some phenomenal bands over over the years and some phenomenal artists, but they're not renowned for this type of music. No, no. Sweeping statement. So, and also there's this Indian element, isn't there? Yeah, I don't know. It just it just sounds good to me. I didn't really pick up any particular. What the description on? Um, hang on, let me read you on uh, Wikipedia. Is yeah, 
fronted by Richie Deer, 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 not sure you pronounce that. The band style incorporates aspects of traditional Indian music, including sitar, tabla, and the Dil Ruba, Ooh. with Western psychedelic rock, particularly 60s influenced. Western psych, that is a common theme of this. This 2022 is the Western psychedelic 60s rock era for us in 2022. <laughs> yeah. I say particularly on this. I'll be very interested to see what Spotify is going to come up with my favorite genre at the end of the year, whether it'll be. Uh, <laughs> Balkan, Balkan uh, electro psych or uh, <laughs> French Canadian uh, Indian sixties psych. I mean, oh, don't you just love genres and how uh, we always have to come really need to categorize and my head in. I, I just don't get them. They help. They, they, I think they help more than they hinder, but they they are you know uh, they, they are a limiting factor. I, I think they? overarching general genres help, but when you walk into a record shop and there's like all these subgenres, and you just look at them and think, well, what is that? It's like when you were talking about chamber psych a few months ago, John. Mm. I honestly just thought, what the fuck is that? What, and then when you found that, and when you gave us the explanation, I just thought, well, that's just indie alternative, isn't it? You know, it's, <laughs> it's, like a, it's kind of the whole of the playlist. Chamber psych, it's a mini, it's a mini metro Lynn. They've just rebadged it. Yeah, <laughs> it does do my head in these days, to be quite honest. That's my beef with with Spotify and 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 whoever else other other you know streaming uh, companies and and their algorithms, which is they must be based on genre, because I presumably are. you know and, and how do they the sixty thousand tracks on average be noted, uploaded today Spotify, so how do those get allocated to genre? Not people, can it? It must be. Some kind of AI, and and I just find that a, yeah. a bit worrying, really. We're going down another rabbit hole here, but <laughs> let's uh, let let's focus on the music and uh, yeah, come back yeah, round. Yeah. I put another tune of theirs on after you put that one on. I know, and that was a good one yeah. as well. Um, so definitely give that give that EP a listen, and even go mm. back through their back catalogue because they're phenomenal. They are playing live soon, I think. Really? in the UK. Um, uh, oh, UK? I'm uh, not too sure. But um, I think they did have some dates coming yeah, up. Hang, hang on. on. Yeah. They're playing in Cafe 9, New Haven, on the 8th, May the 21st, wherever that is. Um, well, where's New Haven? Yeah, that's I, South Wales, isn't it? No, that's Connecticut. South Wales, did you say? Connecticut. Yeah. It's not on this continent. That's all that we need to be bothered about. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's my number one. Man, man, numero uno for Feb. Um, so next up, it's you, Stuki. Oh, right. I was about to say, I thought, yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So this, this was my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, I guess Elephant um, Stone had a thumbs, thumbs up from everyone. Yeah, definitely. definitely. I, I, I didn't pick it because it was my uh, upload, obviously. So, uh, and you I probably didn't... figured I might pick it because I was bumming it. <laughs> well, that, that's when you said you were going to pick three of your own. I was, I was thinking, well, what do I do now? Because I can't not pick Le Fuse de Chagrin. Chagrin. <laughs> so anyway, well, so I've got Little Demon, which, which is, uh, you know, that would be my contender for number one anyway. Yeah, this is the guy from Pigs times seven. Um, oh, is it? Oh, is it? Is well, it, is it time that. seven? I, I didn't know it was time seven. Pigs, 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 pigs. It's like John's Times too. Um, <laughs> all these, all all these replicated names, like you know. 
I always thought yeah, it should be called John Squared. It's his um, solo project that's kind of come out of nowhere. I think he's a guitarist. Thanks. Very, very nice. Should we give it a listen? Let's go for it. go for fans of cubes uh rubber blocks and space apparently that was rubber o with little demon i can't believe how few monthly lessons that's getting bearing in mind it's incredible isn't it relatively well-known bond well 36 of them from birmingham apparently Yeah. yeah 40 of them from manchester it's intriguing i'm sure there's really some really interesting statistics right on on genres, uh, I, I know we were talking about genres. Just, just gone uh, on what areas of the country, like which genre, like that sort of stuff, would would probably be interesting to see. That's even even more surprising because, like I say, he's in pigs, 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 and they're Newcastle, been, aren't they? Yes, they are. But it's been played on Mark Riley quite a few times, both that and that other single that Lee put on. The one above, nothing. No, nothing, and so you'd yeah. think just the fact that it's on six music would well, yeah, you'd you know. think that people have listened to it even once, yeah. <laughs> you know. uh-huh. I, I mean, I, I think that's fantastic. I, I just that is so much better than 99% of stuff out there, yeah. It's riff, riff, riffalicious. I've, I've got in my head when I heard that, I was like, oh, that's <laughs> riff, riffalicious. I, I'm um, a picky bugger, and I just think that that is <laughs> good. Um, if uh, that was definitely in my top 10 and if, yeah, if yeah. one of you hadn't a pick that i was going to consider it but um well i put it on so i wasn't going to pick it oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget though that the, B- the bbc were going to call six music what was that about seven eight years ago maybe 
Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. I think it was 2012. Oh, massive protests yeah. about it, weren't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think I signed an online petition about it. But yeah, um, yeah it's, and it's obviously what, it's celebrated these 20 years. There were some casualties, though, because uh, the, um, uh, ooh, who used to do the bre- the Saturday breakfast show? Um, Huey from Fun Loving Criminals. Um, uh, what's it in thingy? I'll come I, back to I'm, that one. I, it's on the tip of your tongue, isn't it's it? It's on the tip it's of my tongue, yeah. Adam, Adam and Joe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. I think they left of their own accord, though, because Joe is now a Hollywood film producer. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, yeah. I think they probably, it probably I'd just coincided it. with, yeah, them moving on. I mean, Sean Coogan, he was the biggest loss, I think. I used to love his breakfast show. He's just gone, hasn't he, recently? Yeah, recently. Yeah. Um, and I'm not sure what the fallout and Radcliffe and McConey are now only doing weekends, aren't they? Um, yeah. And I think that was because Mark Radcliffe was ill. Do you remember Mark and Lard on Radio oh, 1? Yeah. Stop! Yeah. Carry on! <laughs> that's that's what brought me to um, Mark Riley's show, really. was thinking yeah. and wondering what he's up to now. But... It's difficult, I think. Uh, I mean, it's a bit like music itself, but with DJs, is he's, before, you sort of knew them. They, they grew up organically and those personalities and and now it's just i think it's a bit callow you know i think the, the mm. just i don't know whether it's a sort of homogenous uh, you know everyone's come through the same channel now listening to the same music or what it is but mark and you know mark and lard were famously um scouted playing um on a quiz machine in a chip shop or something or a pub or something <laughs> And they just overheard them talking. I mean, they didn't come out of nowhere, you know, but they... They were on, um, it was either Piccadilly or BBC Manchester um, originally. But Mark Radcliffe was a producer on The Peel Show. He was uh, used to produce the oh, yeah. Yeah. sessions. Yeah. So if you read the credits for any of the sessions during the like mid early to mid-80s, Mark Radcliffe's on them. And the best Radiohead album that I own is uh, by the Shy Horses, and it's called <laughs> Arcade. <laughs> <laughs> I do actually own that on CD. Um, <laughs> so yeah. there you go. Just um, on on Little Demon before we uh, sorry on the uh, Rubber Road before we move on. Uh, they're playing Manchester in uh, June, Chris. Ah, right. You go yeah. and watch them play both of their songs. <laughs> have, have either of you seen pigs i can't be asked saying it uh, sometimes we, every time we were supposed it, but... to we were supposed to see them at um green uh, not green man at bigfoot last oh, year you were and you left didn't you and it was father's my first father's day and yeah. uh, it was absolutely tipping it down on a sunday i left and then everyone else decided to leave as well they're really good if you get opportunity to go and see i know them, see them. Really it was good. one of them bands that i really wanted to see it was and i miss john times two as well because of that um but yeah it's, it's a shame but you know I'm, I'm hoping i'll catch them soon really really loud really loud <laughs> when did, when did you see them last um well it's before covid so it must be about three years yeah so i'm in the small club uh, <laughs> in manchester 
uh, and it was a bizarre audience because you know overgrown indie kids but loads of um like metal heads as well which i didn't even know still existed <laughs> if i'm honest <laughs> i don't know where they hide themselves normally but <laughs> we are slowly calling calling our niche audience here aren't we yeah. <laughs> Piss, pissing off the french pissing off anyone who likes metal um you know <laughs> they do sound loud they are very loud uh, i mean they're, they're kind of black sabbath really aren't they you get to tire tire everyone with the same bush there laney today <laughs> no i love black sabbath don't get me wrong i love black sabbath. I just meant you know that's pretty much what they're doing isn't it kind of i i i think black sabbath were more influential than the beatles but that's another thing we'll, we'll, we'll... <laughs> i was about to jump in and say that for you john no matter how wrong you are on it but let, let's move on <laughs> no matter how wrong i am no i'm, I'm always right All right <laughs> uh, so that's your that's your number one for uh for feb then and and your number one Lowney. do 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 help me pronounce this one Hey, you'll have to ask, have to ask Stu on this one. This is Stu. Yes. No, that, that, Go on then, Stu. Oh, was it? Okay. I thought, oh, you were implying that I spoke Swedish or whatever. Uh, <laughs> I'm not hazarding a guess that that's Dama Frisur, something like that. Frisur. Dama Frisur, something like that. I'm going for that. Yeah. 2-H-E-V, 2-H-E-H-V. No, I got that bit. Cool. <laughs> um, in, in, in January's uh, JLS show, I did say that... Um, Everyone looks German these days, and that I, I assume that H&M was a German company, but they're not; they're Swedish. So here we go. to hold my hands up onto that I, I committed the mortal sin and crime of 21st century streaming music after 35 seconds I skipped that Ooh, I, thought, I thought I thought I thought what's this shit 
and I just didn't I didn't make it past it. I know I'm perfect. Uh, I know, I know, I know that bit. And, and I've got once the song started, I was like, oops. So I hold my hands up. I hold my hands up, guys. Between the two yeah. of you, so you obviously. I, I, I tell you what, John. I mean, picked it, a blinder there. When I when I uploaded it, I, I kind of thought, is anyone actually going to listen to this? Is anyone because it does go on a bit that that it's not just a little bit. It just must be about forty five seconds of it. Yeah. And um, yeah, I thought that was going to be all the way through. <laughs> and, 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 I, and I wasn't expecting it. It's, it's amazing that I made it past it actually, because that's exactly the sort of thing that put me off. So I must have been a pat on the back. I must have been in a situation where I couldn't skip and uh, and got to the the good bit. Um, (laughs) I I I loved it. It was is one of them that I've just been listening to over and over again, you know. And and then once it kicks in, it's like just got even better. It's got everything for me that track. Yeah. Well, you know, I've picked my top. As I said, it was a strong month, so my top three could have been skewed by that if I had to listen to it. But yeah. (laughs) <laughs> where did you find it Steve? Uh, I must have been on my um, having having completely dissed my uh, Discover Weekly I think it was my Discover Weekly I find some weeks really rich in terms of uh, recommendations and then other weeks utterly crap so I just can't figure it out it's you know it's the Spotify algorithm I think it's designed to rag and bone man everybody <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it does come across like it's just a lucky dip, but um, yeah, I think I think Spotify was truly, well and truly trolling Lee all last year, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair, anyone who listens to Monster Magnet deserves it, doesn't they? <laughs> we just lost all the Monster Magnet fans. <laughs> Shall I? Both of them at once. <laughs> Both of them. I can yeah. say what one or one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Come back. Oh dear. <laughs> but yeah, so that is the, the 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 top three of us all for for Feb, and we're going on to the uh, the almost almost runs, and um, the second one for myself this month is Six Hills, Lewisburg, and Lewisburg is uh, a band that have been on a couple of times. Hmm. Um, I think Migsy actually may have put them on before. Um, but he's he put this one on. Steve's put uh, on a few times as well. Yeah, I, I really like the vocals. There's something about this guy's voice that really grabs me. And I, I think Steve mentioned that before, that it, it, he likes a quirky vocal here and there. He doesn't like anything too cut, clean cut. Mm. So, so here you go. You have your finger on the trigger, but you refuse to take a shot. So you expected something bigger? This is everything I've got. Pick your fight and then pick it twice. Just in time for the next surprise. I watch you stumbling for a while. I watch you down in your knees. Out of the corner of my eyes. Watch you both stuck and free Pick your fight and then pick it twice Pick your fight, pay the price You're driving without a license I'm driving uninsured Why don't we crash into each other? I got 
feeling that we shoot. Pick your fight and then pick it twice. Pay the price, pay it twice. Uh, Lewisburg and Six Hills, and uh, while while we were listening to that song, Stu, <laughs> um, enemy says, "Meet Lewisburg, Rotterdam's answer to the Velvet Underground." Yeah, well, I mean, if you take Ireland and and Poland and mix them together, you end up with with Rotterdam. I think what, one of the lyrics in that song um, what was it. I am I I'm driving without a license. You're driving mm-hmm. uninsured. You know. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just funny, and you know, obviously against the law, and we don't condone that sort of behaviour uh, <laughs> here on the JLS show. But, <laughs> but yeah, it just, it, I loved, I loved that, that that lyric just stuck with me in in my head, and mm. um, and it's a tune as well. I like that do 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 do. It's a very catchy tune, isn't it? Mm. Uh, I do it love really a good is. hook, me. Yeah, and this one, this is one that I. I, I tried not to pick because it stood out right from the first <laughs> listen, and and every and I thought I, you I, deliberately didn't pick it because it was really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, listen, hear me out. Hear me out. It's about the third Lewisburg <laughs> track we've had, I think, uh, and I picked one before uh, yeah. in, in the when we did the Guns cast, and I was trying yeah. not pick it because. I'm thinking, okay, I get the formula now. I see what they're doing. Every every time it's the same. They have this sort of riff that repeats. He's got the same <laughs> kind of delivery, odd phrases. It gets in your head. And and so, therefore, uh, I, I'm over it. But I, every time it comes on, I think, oh, I like this fucking song. Are you saying it's a bit of a guilty pleasure? Like? <laughs> well, yeah, it, it, it's a reluctant like. No, I, I don't have a problem with yeah. Lewisburg. I don't. They're a good band. But... um. It's just that um, they are cutting from the same cloth each time. So I'm trying yeah. to, you know, have a bit more variety, which I think my next track leads nicely onto the next track, which is a bit of variety. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to diversify your, uh, your, your tunes. Yeah, I just don't want to be picking the same bands every time, you know. But the cream, the cream rises to the top, though. I'm full of nuggets, me. Cliche Mac, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so that gets a thumbs up, kind of, or it is it? Uh, yeah. No, does that work for you, Chris? It does. It's um, but similar to what you've just said. Um, you know, they've been hanging around a few times on the playlist, so it was probably never going to be one of my picks. But no. it was on. It was on the long list. Yeah, yeah, yeah the long, long short list. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, chaps, for that feedback, positive feedback. Uh, the next one, then, PE and Blue Nude. Go on. Where did this one come from? Uh, this was one of yours, isn't it? I can say I don't remember this. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was, John. I had a dilemma about picking this because I thought you were selfishly going to pick only your own. So I thought, do I embolden him? It's just a sax, I think, in this. Yeah. just caught me. 
and I was like, oh, as I said, I like a hook. I like a riff. And this has just got a great sax at the start. And I was like, oh, that's very saxy. So, um, and it, I think it was <laughs> it was one that Spotify churned out to me probably on my Discover, but I thought it called me here and I'd whacked it on. So I'm glad you liked it, Stu. So here it is, P.E. Blue New. Great, great, great chorus that is that. I was going to say I don't remember that at all until it got to that oh. hook. Just then. And then, yeah, it reminds me so much of an 80s hit and I can't think it. Think what it... I think that was why I liked it as well. I think it was, it was a bit of an air of familiarity. Yeah. Yeah, it's got, there's got to be some tune. We'll, we'll figure that out somehow. Yeah. Talking of which, the first, about the first five or six notes, first three seconds of the song, is the intro to Sledgehammer. <laughs> on, listen again. Uh, right, let's go. Here's Sledgehammer. Nice spots, too. It's close, isn't it? It is. Are you trying to get them sued? (laughs) Not at all, not at all. Anybody a Peter Gabriel fan? You know what? I I do like Peter Gabriel. And I didn't like Sledgehammer. Um, It was a bit too obvious. But, I mean, it was Salisbury Hill. I think it's a fantastic tune. And they just don't make them like that anymore. He's... When when he record when he wrote songs and recorded them, he spent months with his production team doing it. And there's a story about um, some producer of his um, getting really annoyed with him over a series of weeks that he was becoming more and more distracted and procrastinating instead of writing the lyrics or finishing off bits of it. Basically, he would take long phone calls and stuff like that. 
the point where his producer actually um, nailed the door to the studio shut when he was in it and he <laughs> his phone away. And he said, apparently, he just basically punched down this door and he said this was a, a hefty door. Uh, and yeah. he'd never seen him, you know, he's very sort of pacifist kind of guy. He'd never seen him really angry. <laughs> so he didn't. <laughs> But I think he's got a fantastic voice, um, and to listen to him, um, uh, there's there's a song he recorded. He did a version of um, a classic kind of jazz standard. Um, uh, escapes me. Anyway, his voice is just incredible, uh, and I don't think that comes across in his kind of pop uh, stuff. Yeah, gotta be honest. He's someone and Genesis in general are a band that I haven't really explored. And I don't know whether I should bother or not. I was never a big fan of Genesis, but as I've got older, some of the Peter Gabriel era stuff does. Yeah. Okay. Appeal. Some of it's bollocks, but you know. <laughs> yeah. There's some really interesting stuff, but I tell you what, his, his live stuff, and I've only seen kind of like, I've never sat down and watched like a whole, video of, of Genesis, Peter, Peter Gabriel era Genesis life. But when I've seen the odd song, he's captivating. He's utterly captivating. Yeah. I know he's, he's dressed up in daft costumes and all the rest of it, but <laughs> flower. Does <laughs> that anymore, you know? Isn't Phil Collins doing gigs in like wheelchairs now or something? Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. That's really sad. That's terrible. It's it, almost on like so, mate. on so many levels, yeah. Is it yeah, quite, yeah. <laughs> Um, right, and so the uh, second one, and this was one that was that I'd also picked, uh, Lowney, uh, yeah. Seventh Mirror Trees Speak, and was the, this Hallsworth? Was it? It was, yeah. And again, they're a band that I'm sort of semi-aware of, but didn't really know much of their stuff, and this just kind of appealed in the usual way. Like like the pair of you have been trying to sort of put some slightly different stuff on the this top three. But yeah, afraid, afraid this one got through. <laughs> well, it's not a bad one to 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 get through. So here we go. Seventh mirror, a tree speak.
we go. Is that one all instrumental? It is, isn't it? It is, yeah, yeah. I was just looking at the name checking there. It's all the, all the right stuff, isn't it? Tangerine Dream, Can, Noi, Silver Apple. <laughs> and Tree Speak, apparently, are from Tucson, Arizona. Have I said that right? Yeah. Tucson. Tucson. You wouldn't, Tucson, yeah, you wouldn't think they're an Arizona band. And what was the, the, the first Pop Matters says, popmatters.com says, their music often draws on the cosmic nighttime magic of Arizona's natural desert landscapes. So, obviously getting hallucinogenics at the Grand Canyon there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that just really appealed um, for obvious reasons. But um... it's it's the it's the bass for me again. You know, as a bassist, just that do do. I think it, that that's got me hooked. It is, and it's, it's just the build on it, and the sort of like little discord. Um, those noises that are going on all the way harmonics, through. they're like yeah. little harmonics on the guitar, aren't they? They almost sound industrial, yeah. I think, yeah. I, to me, it's like, a, it's like a foundry, it sounds like a foundry. That's exactly it, yeah. In the same way that it's that uh, plate reverb, is it? Or that creates that, yeah. I think, you, I think you're probably right there, yeah, yeah. It's um, they're almost like the kind of like uh, you know, percussion, um, uh, what's the percussive uh, thing, you know, like um. Uh, Stockhausen, something like that. But yeah, it's, it's uh, incredible. Uh, and I couldn't work out. It was on my long list, and I couldn't work out whether I loved it or whether those those <laughs> harmonics pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> when you listen to it and it builds, I think it adds yeah. it adds to extra dynamics. Yeah, it, it adds attention to it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it would is. be it would be worse off without it. Definitely. Yeah. I was going to say, I noticed there's a lot of bands that are trying to speak to us. Like we had Widow Speak last last month. We've got we got Tree Speak. I thought, I thought you mean literally had been in touch with you, John. And <laughs> <laughs> his dreams. We're getting that big. We've got an email address. <laughs> we'll read it out uh, once we can remember what it is. Um, Talk about a message in a bottle. Yeah, I think it's jmacloneystookie at gmail. <laughs> we'll fall over in amazement if we ever get a roof. <laughs> <laughs> Please email us. Oh, dear, yeah. Speaking of which, our friends at the sound.fm, <laughs> they, haven't asked, they haven't asked me to plug this. But, yeah, so uh, we've got the DJ Bruce Lee, who's a, a DJ on there, and we've also got... And the latest member of, of the uh, of the music group, uh, Shane, and this is one of his. The, the, my next one, my third one for, for Feb, and it almost when I listened to it, it almost reminded me like it could be an, an anthem for the for the actual for the Guns for the Guns group. <laughs> <laughs> it develops and it just goes on about how there's never been good bands anywhere, and it is almost you know the the nuance and the the snob snobbery and the you know the uh, the, the pigeonholing that goes on in the group. Uh, <laughs> this just is is yeah is the anthem for. They're another. For them, they're another Leeds band, aren't they? Are um, they? Another. So, yeah. You know the. Uh, well, we're probably friends with art. You can tell that in the delivery, but yeah, um, yeah his uh, dread and thank.
world perceive the smoke, the sulfur, and the filth, the rotting things. I will hear the wailing, shrieking, all the blasphemies and cries. But look on the bright side. Think of all the art that's sure to be inspired by this dread. You know there's never been a good band from London. There's never been a good band from London. song in itself i think raises quite a few points <laughs> <laughs> there's never been a good band from london and apparently there's never been a good uh, good band over 25 okay. and, uh... let's take the <laughs> yeah. i mean that sounds like professional yorkshire men speaking at us <laughs> <laughs> yorkshire <laughs> um your p may make out music apparently but um yeah take from that what you will that really annoyed me when I first heard it, that song. I don't uh, yeah. just really it, it irritated me. It did with me. me. Um, it re- irritated it me. Probably grows on you. Probably it does, and it grew mm-hmm. on me. A bit, a bit like, um, a bit like nail fungus. <laughs> <laughs> Not a fun then, Steve. <laughs> no, sorry. Everything about it annoyed me really. <laughs> oh. I guess this is not gonna. This will be a a, a marmite moment for this song. And, yeah, uh, they're actually called Thank, and that song was called Dread. I got it the other way around. I thought they were called Dread, and the song was called Thank, but it probably should be called Wank, according to you two. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll give it another go, but I'm then I'm a bit bored of that. You know, dare I say it? Yeah, I don't Are you you think? Ah, uh, yeah, they have. There is a bit of a scene, I suppose, going on. It is. It is. I think that's what got me. I don't think it was anything original. Yeah. No, you know? but, you know, why invent, reinvent the wheel? <laughs> yeah. Amir all night, lads. Amir all night with these... <laughs> yeah. Uh... yeah, it's about to say, I've got, I, I, I forgot my bingo card tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Repeat some of these cliches. Cliche, <laughs> Mac, yeah. <laughs> but it's true. Um, but, yeah, so I thought that might divide the group. Um, and that's why I picked it, just to be, you know, to, yeah. to mix it up a yeah, bit. It's, it's all good. Huh? So, uh, so that that's my third and final choice for Feb. Uh, the next one then is Rosalie and Bones. And now for something completely different. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. And this was one of those rare 
um, came up on my Spotify release radar things, I think. Oh, yes. Uh, which obviously isn't normally where I, you know, pick stuff up Get from. Your... Um, no. But yeah, this... You're, more, you're much of a radio... You're a radio man, really, aren't you? Well, yeah, and Most... also it's the record press releases, you know, that um, come from yes. various record shops that, you know, if something sounds interesting, I'll go and check it out, you know. Um, did you ever find yourself listening to like a, a specific um, record label as well? Would you ever? Yeah, be a, that as a label well. Man? I mean, Castleface, um, you know, which is John Dwyer's label. Although, yep. I don't know because it's you know that used to be a thing where, again, you could group into genre sometimes. By you know, like Sub Pop, for example, started off as a grunge label, but. Yes. If you listen to what's on Sub Pop now, it could be anything, you know. <laughs> really good. Um, so I don't know that that's, you know, necessarily a... True. You know. It used to be, I think, yeah. yeah. When they first start off, indie labels, when they first started off, they definitely had a a, a sound about but them. Belly Union's one that you can usually rely on putting good stuff out. Um, yeah. That's... Uh, Run by one of the guys from the Cocteau Twins, which I didn't realise, but there you go. Wow, okay. You learn something new every day, and that's what this is all about. Anyway, we, we digress. We digressed. <laughs> Rosalie and Bone. Um, let's give uh, it a spin. Do either of you, sorry, have either of you two, do you know anything about Rosalie? I don't know. No, you. That's, we were just going to read up on when we listened right, to right, it. Right. Well, <laughs> don't, and, and I'm going to ask you, who do you think the producer, what are the bands or artists and producers? Attracted like some firelight Drew me in and outside What's important and what's right Faking again and why So I gather my bones And go back home And be Well, I, re- I read it, but I was going to say it anyway because it did spring to mind. Uh, originally, I thought was it Ryan Adams, a bit right, you know, a bit country. A little bit of that, actually. Yeah, but, it's good, good show. But uh, it's got to be War on Drugs, isn't it? Yeah, and Kurt Vile as well. 
before she opens her mouth, you, you could be listening to the latest one of either, really, couldn't you? Yeah, Kurt Val makes sense, definitely. Uh, you're gonna co- you're gonna come and see him at Mosley Folk. Yeah, I mean, I actually fancy seeing um, Jethro Tull. Um, I saw them. I know. I saw them um, uh, when I was living in Germany. Did, do you just smoke, Lonnie? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you do know Chris. One of your favourite albums of all, of all time was inspired by Jethro Tull. You don't, you know that, don't you? What's that one? Um, that's um, Bowie's um, Station Station. Oh, right, right. They were listening by to a Jeff, lot of uh, by Jethro, Jethro Tull. Tull. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. It's not, it, there's some, there's plenty, like all lots of bands, there's plenty of stuff by them I don't like, but they, they did do some really good stuff and musically they were right on it. They were big in the 70s, I'm weren't not, they, Jeff? I'm not interested in living in the past. And I was going to say, that's all I really know is the. Yeah, that's, I, I don't like that. But they. they Cod they folk. Cod folk prog. What I was going to say, though, is, is, is they were brilliant as a live band. They were right up there. Um, and uh, I don't know if it's the same lineup we're going these days, but they knew how to perform and they knew how to play. I tell you what was really surprising. Um, someone who was raving about Jeffro Toll in his autobiography was Steve Jones. Wow! <laughs> like, oh. Yeah, and I was like, what? What? <laughs> but yeah, he loved them probably. So Lee put this one on then, so he gets another another selection credit. And unlike last month. Unlike last month's, that's the first female uh, singer we've had, I think, isn't it? Wow. Oh, no, Blue Great Nude. observation. Blue Nude. Blue, yeah, I suppose, yeah. Yeah. But it, that's a bit of a different track, isn't it? But yeah, so got a great selection there, guys. And we get to the last one before the hidden sleeve. Mm. <laughs> so, Sucker 96, Inner Worlds, Outer Worlds. I think, is this another one by me? It was. Mm. It was. Mm, yeah. oh my God, I've got two. I was trying to mix it up a bit, um, but this did appeal. And I was also editing, I think it was October's Gunscast. Yeah. The other day and realised that Stu had a Soccer 96. A Soccer 96 tune on, yeah. But it's, they're a weird one because I wasn't, didn't know much about them. And it's an awful name for a band, if you ask me. (laughs) Is but, it is it to do with the um, Hillsborough? I the, don't know what, what, uh, that old Euro night. I think they I think they live I think they're Liverpool. Right. Well, let's have a have a listen and we'll we'll find out some info.
little bit of electronic there, blended with jazz prog as yes, well, apparently. Um, well, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit different for you. Um, well, like or I said, I, was, I thought it was being a bit different, but then when it starts talking about jazz prog, it was like, well, maybe it's not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's good. It's good like that. The apple never falls far <laughs> from the tree. <laughs> Apparently not. Uh, house. <laughs> Bingo. Yeah. Yeah, they're from. They're not from Liverpool at all. They're from London, aren't they? Yeah. From yeah. London, mate. Landon. I I assume it's a reference to Euro '96, but it's just I don't know. It's just not a very good band name. What did you think of it, Stu? I love it, and and I'm sitting there thinking, how did this not get in my top three? Um, but it just mm, goes to show sure. the the strength, really. Um. And it did came it did come close. I love the drum rhythm in it. Yeah, yeah I think that's what got me as well. And then yes. I noticed noticed you know. on there there's um, references to Sons of Kemet, um, who is their their drummer that's in the smile, isn't it? Who's a jazz uh, jazz influenced jazz drummer. drummer. Yeah, yeah. They are great jazz drummers. And it's a bit like the midlife track that I, I loved last uh, month the drums are really kind of front and center you know they're mm. they're not in the back they sort of you know backing track they're right up there and i love that it's... you've just reminded me i need to listen to van occupo you do thank you you've had a month <laughs> you've had a month john you're not listening to it <laughs> chris how, how how long are we getting to listen to any pink floyd Oh God! Um, if he hasn't listened to it by the age of thirty-eight, I don't know that there's well, you know, much hope is it? We have to go and go around his house and duff him up till he uh, listens to it. <laughs> <laughs> Twass him around the head with copies of "Wish You Were Here." We have to confiscate all his Oasis albums till he listens to a whole Pink Floyd album. <laughs> How dare you! How dare you! Um, yeah, well, looks moving swiftly on. Um, it's that time of the show where it. What's up your hidden sleeve? What's up your, what's up your, what's up your, what's up your, what's up your hidden sleeve? There is a lot of uh, honourable mentions. I think you've done honourable mentions last week. I think that, I think I like honourable mentions, Chris. So I'm going to go for some honourable mentions. <laughs> uh, for February, I had uh, Blood Culture, Dre, Graveyard Vibes, The Blinders, The Melts Maelstrom. That was one of my own. Um yes. Chico de Nazas, Warm Graves uh, as well. But yeah, this one, I, I decided to pick one of my own because it was just like a, a really fun track. I love Go Express. Um, and um, probably many Oasis fans also do. Here you go. Everybody in the UK.
So that was the Goa Express and everybody in the UK. And I've just realised, it's just occurred to me why I love that song. Or why that song really, I really like that one. And it's because it sounds like one of my favourite songs by Feeder. Uh, and it's the same three chord trick. Uh, it's high. And this is how Feeder high goes. And that could also be Wonderwall. I was uh, just right about to, to you. Say. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were listening to a mashup of Wonderwall. <laughs> <laughs> Writing to reach you by uh, Travis. God, oh, I don't know. Don't knock Travis, man. Come on, Travis. I, I love the anecdote about after um, writing to reach you reached whatever it reached. I don't know if it reached number one, but anyway, it came out very well. And um, <laughs> Healy, uh, Travis found themselves uh, at the same uh, uh, same festival as uh, Oasis. And uh, Fran Healy's walking along and he's seen that she's an old Gallagher walking towards him and he's thinking, uh, oh shit. And uh, an old <laughs> Gallagher just looks, walks past and says, nice chords. <laughs> 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 it's funny. Uh, they actually they supported Oasis on I think this the album This Feeling. Uh, Is that right? Supported, okay. They supported Oasis on the Being Out tour. They were a lot of main support. Um, I was surprised by that. Yeah. I'd have I'd have thought they would fall into the uh, um, quote unquote bedwetter camp. Well, no. The, if you listen to their first album, it's actually quite gritty and rocky. The, it was the man who that went into the bedwetter section, but right. um, th- I think the I think the first album's called This Feeling. It's got those U sixteen girls. Na 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 na. Why? My God! Why? Fucking awful. I preferred the bedwetter stuff. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, I don't have a problem with bedwetter stuff. It's, <laughs> it's just one of those uh, unfortunate um, terms that's sort of stuck, really, isn't it? Yeah, mm. I have, I have tra- <laughs> Travis, well, uh, Man Who, and the one after one, um, sort of in the same camp as the first couple of Coldplay albums, where yeah, I kind of like them, um, but you're not supposed to. <laughs> Yeah, did you hear Frank Healy talking about this in the press probably last year, uh, funnily enough, when they had a new release, saying that he was basically accusing Coldplay of stealing their sound and then going on to steal three other bands' sounds. And I was like, I used to listen to a fair bit of Travis and and different albums. And I I don't, uh, yeah, they're a bit lo-fi, you know, um, but they hardly stole their sound. No. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. It's not like it's yeah. something unique to steal in the first place, is it? You know. Well, no, no, <laughs> absolutely, yeah, yeah. Anyway, good feeling was the name of the Travis album, not this feeling. Yeah, that's um, the first album, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I, I like that one. <laughs> but anyway, um, we're on to your, your, you guys, your, your selections. It's stupid. What, isn't what's, it? what's up your, what's up your what's hidden up sleeve? My, my, my sleeve, yeah. Um, okay, so I, I had in reserve, my number one was going to be La Fusée de Chagrin, just in case neither of you two motherfuckers chose it. <laughs> Fortunately, well, yeah, you're off the hook there. I saw sense, I saw sense, I saw sense. 
So uh, I, I have a debate uh, and, and my also runs are Figure Skater by Charles Watson, which is one of the <laughs> oh, nice. yeah, And yeah. I was really surprised by that because I, I didn't think that, I, I didn't expect that track from you, Chris. Well, do you know who that is? That's, um, no, it's a member of the surfing magazines who isn't in the wave pictures. It's um, oh, right. who's left behind. Okay. <laughs> He's in what's the name of the band? Um, Slow Club, apparently, is where okay. he's from. Mm. Right. Uh, and again, another Mark Riley uh, act. He's okay. just got such a good voice, though, hasn't he? And yeah, well, I think it's. I think that's a classy song, and I think that's that's one I'm not going to get bored of. I think I'll listen to that in ten years. I probably time. wouldn't have paid attention had it not been for the um surfing magazines link you know but then links yeah. got into them and recognized his voice and yeah. you know okay. recognize the kind of songwriting style mm. you know cool man so i'm not choosing that one though <laughs> and i'm not choosing time by the jazz <laughs> which was one of steve's uploads even yeah. That's a really good one as well. So the one I'm going for is Girl Kind by Sinead O'Brien. Oh. Oh, again, this this is the um, Sinead O'Brien. She's got one of them accents that that yeah. can just either be really great or it, it's great or it'll great. Yes. It's G-R-E-A-T. G-R-E-A-T-E. She's the Irish singer-songwriter version of Bluesburg. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Sinead O'Connor <laughs> So it was Girl Kind Girl Kind, yeah Girl Little ankle sap dialogues to cease to stop neon lights and 
ago, Sinead O'Brien with the girl kind. And um, for... Go on. Sorry, I was going to say that's a lot better than I gave it credit for on the first listen oh. because I didn't get anywhere near any of my um, shortlists. But that's... Is it the headphones? Do you think the headphones are making an I, impact? It could though? be, but it's, that's a good tune and I don't know why it didn't appeal. It is. She's from Limerick City or Lim- the county Limerick. As uh, I mean, I should really have my allegiance there, but I, sometimes some songs have come on and haven't liked them. But that one is is a good tune. I was going to say and she's been on a few times, hasn't she? I'm a serial offender, and, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and I sort of I can't help it, but part of me likes to upload stuff to see if it's going to piss people off. Um, <laughs> antagonize yeah well just just because i think i like this and i just want to see you know what the reaction is um, yeah sometimes it goes unnoticed and sometimes it, it gets picked up on. um but i'm I, with her i'm think i was curious i like i like i like her i like her style but i'm not sure if anyone else is going to get her um so having loaded to uh, uploaded two and not sort of hasn't no one else has mentioned it or picked up mm. on it i thought i'm pushing it now but I thought actually this is the strongest of the three. Yeah, I think it's it's been tough. It's been a tough month to to break into the top three. It had to be like Stella. Nice hidden sleeve. Um, it's true. And Lowney, last but not least, right. you want to close this out for Feb? Yeah, um, I've got an honourable mention, which is "Idle Hands" by the Gutter Twins. Dap your cap, uh-huh. um, because. Gutter Twins, I should have known all about, and I didn't know anything about them until Mark Lundigan died the other week. So it was Lee and Woody that were banging on about them, but one half, obviously, Mark Lundigan, and the other half, Greg Dooley of the Afghan Wigs, who were one of the bands that I used to be into years and years ago. Yeah, two massive rockheads with lost Lamar Lanigan and yeah. uh, obviously Taylor Hawkins recently and, and so that song um, I went through the album that Lee mentioned and that song stuck out like you know I'm going to put this on the playlist and then <laughs> Lee had already put it on um, so he obviously had the same idea about that particular song but that, <laughs> but that's not my hidden sleeve my hidden sleeve I thought you were about to steal because you were typing it in a minute ago um, the She Cost Nazca. Oh really? That's yeah. that's one of mine. I was I was actually going to pick that instead of Go Express. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd have been a bit knackered if you had. So. Yeah, yeah, it's that one in the first one. I want to bring you here. Yeah.
I'll end up in a Tarantino film. (laughs) (laughs) I had to check the bio for that to make sure it wasn't anything to do with um, wooden ships or moon deer, (laughs) because it just sounds exactly like, you know. It sounds great, though, doesn't it? It sounds great. great. And it's funny, actually, because, yeah, obviously they're South American from Chile or something. Um, But based in Berlin? But now, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, Laurel meets the obsolete. They're another um, South American band um, of that kind of type, <laughs> you know, would, that genre, shall we say. Um, yeah. There's loads of it. There's loads of these like Mexican bands. and. I'm trying to think where this was churned out from. I think this was Spotify doing its thing again. But, yeah, I, I had never heard of this guy. Was. I never heard this guy before, Chico Chico Stanaska. Definitely going to go and um, check out some of the back catalog. Yeah, yeah it's, nice uh, one. What did you think of it, Stuki? It's Chico time. It's Chico <laughs> time. My God. Oh jeez. The mainstream just the mainstream just seeps in, just <laughs> rotten to the core. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I really like it. As soon as, as soon as it starts, seeing um, safe and hands here. This is good. Good groove, yeah. It just—it's it very groovy. It, it, it sounds like that photo looks, doesn't it? Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Dre- dreadlocks. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. So, well, that concludes that concludes February. Well, ho, we've made it through for a second second show. Not bad going. Yeah. yeah. Let's see if we can get a third one commissioned. <laughs> <laughs> We'll go speak to the execs and the, the board. Yeah. What does Vox like? How can we butter him up? Oh, I don't know. We'll have to... I'll, I'll ask him. I'll find out. I'll ask his PA. If we can get him a live slot on the, the Sound FM, on the DJ Brucey Lee's uh, show. <laughs> he might guest DJ you a slot. He might do like reggae classics from from the 70s. I don't know. Maybe. Um, I think he'll get the station closed down if you do that, John. <laughs> what you're talking about me it's not me it's Bob, Bob oh sorry Bob. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what I was going to say um, this might be a nice way I know it's a bit cheesy maybe to have a bit of a dedication to to Mark Lanigan and Taylor Hawkins at the end of the show I don't know you might be able to fit, you, might, you might make can you make that happen Lowney <laughs> well I'll put the gutter twins truck on um, yeah Here's the Gutter Twins. Suffering. 